Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today's episode of the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. You need energy efficiency when you're talking about classic Husker football games, which is what we're doing today. But you also need energy efficiency if you want the most out of your windows and doors. I'm looking at Pella's website, and they got five different types of windows or doors from Pella that won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's elite stuff right there. For more information on how Pella can make your home more comfortable and energy efficient, check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. And the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good pals at Runza. Did you know that Runza has an app? They do. They got an app. You should go straight to the App Store and download it like right at this moment. Because you can order food on the app. You can have it ready to pick up when you get to the restaurant. You can earn points for rewards. In fact, when you download the app, you can get $5 off your first order in the app. It's arguably the greatest app of all time. So go download the Runza app. You get Runza, you get rewards, and then you get more Runza. It's a pretty good deal. All in the app. Runza makes it all better. Okay, so welcome back into another edition of the Husker Classic Recaps. Uh, me and Bo Rude got a great one for you today. 93 Orange Bowl, Nebraska and Florida State. You better buckle up because this one is absolutely crazy. Uh, reminder, if you've missed any of uh, the other Husker Classic Recap pods we have dropped, make sure you go check them out. They're on the pod feed. You'd have to maybe scroll way back. Some of them were dropped all the way back starting in last September. We did 2001 Nebraska-Oklahoma just a few weeks ago, so that one should be right there. We've done seven classic games, uh, and they're they're all just they're great podcasts, man. If you're a true Husker fan, you got to go check them out. But let, let's do it, man. Let's not waste any more time and get to it. It's the eighth episode of Husker Classic Recaps. It's yours truly, former Husker linebacker Bo Rude, talking Nebraska, Florida State, 93 Orange Bowl national title game. Here we go. Enjoy. Sometimes in life and in sports, you got to fail to eventually succeed. And sometimes in life and in sports, you got to get your heart broken to learn how to make sure you never feel that way again. There's a cliche that you hear from time to time that in life and sports, there are no losses, only lessons. Well, for that to be true, it's on the individual to learn from that loss for it to become a lesson. On a warm Florida night on New Year's Day, 1994, Nebraska took the field against Florida State. And what ensued for four quarters was an incredible effort resulting in incredible heartbreak and incredible lessons. In sports... When you play a big game, you play for a championship. Losing is always cruel. But it's even more cruel when you have victory in your hands and it gets snatched away. On that night in Florida, that warm, human night, Nebraska had victory. Nebraska could smell it. It was in the Huskers' hands, 76 seconds away. One minute and 16 seconds away from tasting it. 
they let it slip away. Quite the loss, quite the lesson. This is Husker Classic Recaps. 1993 Orange Bowl, number one Florida State versus number two Nebraska. Bo Rude is sitting with me. Are you, I know you used to be a guy that would get 20 chicken nuggets. Do you want some, do you want some nuggets on this game before we just get into it? I love nuggets. You want a little nuggets? Yeah. We'll get Give the barbecue sauce out. Just, to, I'm just going to throw some nuggets at you before we dive into this thing. Okay. okay? Nebraska played Florida State the year before in their bowl game, okay? So one year prior to this, Nebraska and Florida State had played each other. Florida State won 27 to 14. Florida State got up 20 to nothing in that game, kind of dominated Nebraska in their previous matchup. To the point where one of the big takeaways from that game was Nebraska realized that it needed more speed, in particular playing faster on defense. In fact, more nuggets within the nuggets. Tom Osborne called Bobby Bowden after that 1992 season and asked for advice on his defense. And Florida State sent two assistants to Lincoln to help the defense kind of function at a little bit higher level. Little did anyone know that they'd see each other again the <laughs> following season for the title. Kind of an interesting little subplot there. With this game in particular, Florida State, like I said, they're ranked number one. Nebraska was number two. Nebraska was undefeated heading into this game. And throughout the year, Nebraska had played in a lot of close games and, and, and been good in fourth quarters, winning some close ones. Florida State was 11-1 and one heading into this game. Their only loss was a close one at Notre Dame. Florida State had the Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback, Charlie Ward, who was a baller. Baller. Nebraska had first-team All-American and Butkus Award winner Trev Alberts kind of leading the way for their squad. Had a young Tommy Frazier at quarterback, a sophomore, and then a stud at running back in Calvin Jones, who was second in Nebraska history in rushing yards at the time of this game. Uh, and he was also a third-team All-American. One other little note on Trev Alberts. Trev, Trev Alberts dislocated his right elbow in the final game of the regular season versus Oklahoma that year. So Trev, did you see in the game? Trev oh, yeah. has like his whole right arm and is you just could, You taped. could tell it is. It's not, the arm's not very functional. No. Oh. So you talk about like a badass tough guy. Trev basically, they just like, they casted his whole arm for him to play for that entire game. He looked like a beast to me. Did he not? You know, like he just like, we've been looking at him in these press conferences and he looks like such a nice regular guy. He was looking beastly in those days. Oh my God. We're going to get, this is going to be like the Trev Alberts appreciation recap pod here. But, uh, but I just, that, that dislocated elbow playing with some toughness. Uh, real quick, the super talented roster, obviously. I yeah. mean, they, they go on to win, you know, in 94. 24 guys on this Nebraska team went on to play in the NFL. Two other little nuggets with this game before we dive into it, Boru. So obviously, this is a national championship game. Nebraska had finally got back to the national championship game. It had been a full decade. And this was the 10-year anniversary of the 1983 Whoa. Orange Bowl. Nebraska-Miami, we we've recapped it. The infamous Tom Osborne goes for two, misses it. So just a lot of things kind of working around this game. And then also, in this game, Nebraska was a 17.5-point underdog. 
That's can you believe that? So that's after watching the game. Um, that's very surprising to me because Florida State's talent didn't look. Um, you know, sometimes you can see, oh man, they look talented, but they didn't play well. It didn't look like there was a talent gap there in any sense. I agree. I couldn't. I could hardly believe that when I was researching this game. And then you even heard in, I don't know if you watched the pregame show, Tom Osborne basically called reference that he was like, you know, betters bet with their, you know, their their mind, but players play with their heart. You know, yeah. basically kind of calling a, attention to the fact that like the Vegas handicapped this thing. I mean, 17 and a half. That's a that's a terrible line. By that the way. seems crazy to me. I, but the t- you could just see on the field like they had there was a few players that were very talented, you know, like. Florida State has obviously Charlie Ward worked on Derek uh, Brooks, Derek Brooks, right? But their defensive line and defense—they looked just—they looked all right to me. They didn't jump off the page to me, um, like you know, like Warren Sapp was just like when we watching. He was just—he jumped off the page. Right. Everybody else besides Derek Brooks looked like good, but not. I totally agree. Not like unbelievably. Great. I just couldn't believe that 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 was the spread of this thing. Seventeen point dogs, not no way. That seems crazy, especially yeah. I mean you have an undefeated Nebraska. Like I don't know, that's just uh, amazing. That'd have been. I would have bet Nebraska plus seventeen and a half. I guess I was. I would bet. Yeah, I would, I, I would I, have I would made laid, that. I would have laid that one down. I would. I would have. Uh, I would have. I would have made that bet. Okay. I would have went to the bank. I said, um, <laughs> "What's your policy on?" <laughs> Second mortgages. I mean, seriously, <laughs> 17 and a half. 17 and a half? I'd maybe consider the second mortgage. I'd consider it. I am right there with you. I don't, I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out at the time. It didn't, it just, I, I could hardly believe it when I saw that little note. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Um, okay, so that's, I want to get you a little scene setter for kind of what, who's on the field, all the little subplots heading into this thing. So here we go. Ball, toe meets leather, Dickenberg on the call, O.J. Simpson on the sidelines that we'll get to a little bit later. (laughs) O.J. It's still just so weird seeing O.J. in like... In a normal setting. Not murdering people. I mean, not... (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's crazy too is this is... So this is January 1st, 1994. Oh, man. Six months from now. O.J. OJ has OJ a thing. was in the midst of like I'm losing it right now. So yeah, so just more little scene sets for things. Gosh, the '90s are great. Man. Oh, shouts out <laughs> to the '90s. Uh, Nebraska has the ball first, and there's going to be a theme throughout the first. Both offenses struggled a little bit in this thing. Um, Nebraska, they get they pick up one first down, they have to punt. Florida State, their first drive, they go three and out, have to punt. Um, Tommy kind of struggled early on. Nebraska gets it their second drive. They go three and out. They try to set up a screen to Calvin Jones. It was a bad throw by by Tommy. Um, that they, they have to they have to punt. So we the first it's just punt fest early on. Um, Florida State's second drive starts with excellent field position, starting at the fifty yard line. Uh, Nebraska has a penalty which that's going to be a theme for this game. They go offsides, gives Florida State a first down. Florida State picks up two more first downs through the air. The ball gets all the way down to the 10-yard line. All right, so you're starting to think, okay, high-powered offense, it's going to, you know, they're going to punch one in right away. Two big plays here. Ed Stewart 
has great discipline on a little throwback. They try to roll Charlie Ward out yeah. and throw it back. Ed Stewart, great discipline, blows up that play for a loss. Again, so now it gets pushed back. And then on second down, Trev Alberts Trev! gets his first sack of the game. Ward under pressure, and down he goes at the 30. A rare sack of Charlie Ward. Trev Alberts. The great player from Cedar Falls, Iowa, Alberts, makes his presence known, and Mike Anderson there to assist. Pushing Florida State way back. It's now third and 30. Florida State kicker, Scott Bentley, misses a 47-yard field goal. Pretty good little stand. So Florida, yeah. Florida State's got the ball at the 10-yard line. Nebraska's defense pushes Florida State back for a long field goal. They miss it. One of the themes you're also going to see for this game is the black shirt defense coming up big in kind of big moments when they needed to to hold to a field goal or to to keep them out of the end zone. Yeah, I feel like when we watched '83 versus Miami, it was like it was more of a Nebraska was struggling to keep up with that speed. This this game, I felt like the black shirts. This was, I think, when the black shirts emerged as the black shirts in right. the '90s. This game right here, where I, I felt like. We we looked every bit as talented as that offense. I agree, and that's what was I really I was like I was impressed with our defense. I was impressed with Trev Ed Stewart, the future AD candidates out yes. there, just smart on the field, ball and people, smart dudes, tough. Because you're going to hear Trev's name a lot throughout the rest of me. He dominated this game, yeah, um, with one but, arm, with one arm. But so that it's a huge moment. I mean, Florida State gets to the ten yard line. Nebraska pushes them all the way back. They miss a field goal. Uh, Nebraska gets the ball back again. Tommy's struggling throwing the ball. He in I wrote down in this drive he missed a few guys on some play action. Nebraska got flagged for an illegal formation penalty. So that's another penalty. Um, Tommy Tommy Armstrong Tommy Frazier slipped for a loss. And then Tommy had a pass deflected at the line of scrimmage, had a guy open, but it gets batted down. And so an- another kind of oppor- another drive here where Nebraska doesn't really move the ball at all and they have to punt. Yeah, it seems like to me the, the whole first quarter, we were having just trouble getting our feet under us. Like they were slipping. Like Tommy slipped yeah. maybe three or four times. The running backs were slipping. We were having trouble, I think, adjusting to that field. It was just the field was like uh, we were getting no grip and they their defense was fast i think that combination is i think what you see is and we try to go too fa- you know right and then you slip so i think the whole first quarter it was kind of just a mucky offensive performance but the thing you have to like about that mucky offensive performance is ultimately that's what was leading the way for florida state i mean they're a high-powered offense and florida state gets the ball back they nebraska forces a three and out and they have to punt so the black shirts early have kind of set the tone with heating up Charlie Ward, winning the line of scrimmage, and so Florida State has to punt. Huge moment in this game. You could make a case this is arguably the biggest moment of the game already in the first quarter. Florida State punts. Corey Dixon takes it 71 yards to the house. Touchdown, Nebraska, amazing return. But flags thrown. Sean Liss and over and Corey Dixon. Has some running room. 35, 40, he's in the open. 50, two men to beat. Got a blocker. 30, Corey Dixon down the 
sidelines. Cuts back. Touchdown, Nebraska. A flag is down. Hold on. A flag is down back at the 33 Husker territory. A brilliant return by the fastest man on the Nebraska team, Corey Dixon, maybe for naught. You have an illegal block in the back call, and Bo, it has been damn near 30 years. You still watch the replays of that thing. I don't see this. I don't see where this block in the back. Are they saying it happened? Like Nick, I, I don't know what. It's, so the ref that called it. It's it's thirty years later. He's still looking for that block in the I back. I mean, seriously, it, it never happened. It's a phantom. It was a phantom call. I th- truthfully believe this because they, the announcers, a couple plays later, they go back to it. Right, guys that you know, announcers usually side with the refs. It's sort of like in their contract or right. something. Who knows. The announcers go back and they are looking from a different angle, like the the wide, yeah, the, like, the behind, you know, the, the behind, like the all twenty-two angle, and they're looking at. You can see every player that gets blocked, and there's one guy that comes and looks like he's going to block in the back. He decides I'm not going to touch him, and he doesn't. Nobody falls down. I that's the only one I can think of that they maybe thought he was going to hit him in the back and threw it and then decided I'm not going to pick it up. Yeah, because sometimes I have to imagine it was a situation where what you never want to do, a part of being an official is anticipating situations, yeah. but you can't anticipate a flag or a, a whistle or a call. And I, I'm with you. Like There was maybe a, a, a point where it looked like, okay, it there was a potential for a block in the back, yeah. but a Nebraska guy pulls up. And I have to imagine that the ref saw the lead up to it and just anticipated it. It's it's almost like a targeting call when you throw the ball like deep across the middle and you see the safety coming. I bet you the refs are, before the it. hit happens, right. they're grabbing for their flag cuz they're like this is going to be a big monstrous targeting type of hit. Right. I think that was one of those where he saw I don't know I'm guessing. This is a guess. I'm guessing that they anticipated it and they called it. Or, I mean, there was one other that, like, it was a clean hit and maybe they decided that was a block in the back and it was not. It was clear on video it's not, but, man, they got that one It's just amazing. That's the one, honestly, in some ways, you know, a lot of these games you remember two or three plays. This is one of those, this is one of the, this is arguably the biggest play of the game. Seven-point swing. Seven-point swing. In a, in a game that turns out to be a low-scoring kind of grinder where every point matters. Yeah. But this is a huge play. And like you said, the, 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 the announcers keep coming back to this play, and you're seeing different angles, and you just don't see it at all. You yeah. don't see this call in, at all. In game, it, like you never know it in the moment, but in games where it's like it's hard to get a point, like when you like this is the type of play that like it just you, it crushes you afterwards because scoring becomes so hard. If this became a shootout and they scored forty each, right? I think you'd worry about less. It's a good point, but, but this game is in the teens, right? And you're going, the, ah. and it makes a huge difference. So, I mean, a massive, 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 massive moment in this game already right there. We'll stop it right there and call this the end of the first quarter because that's basically what it is. So the first quarter's over, 0-0. Nebraska's got a punt return for a touchdown called back. Nebraska's defense got a big stop with Florida State once they got to the 10-yard line, forcing a missed field goal. Nebraska's pass rush is looking good. Both offenses kind of struggling, okay? So second quarter, uh, Nebraska 
the, the Nebraska, this is their drive after the punt return gets called back. Tommy Tommy Frazier has a nice third down conversion to Abdul Muhammad. And then Tom Osborne dials up a trick play. And I've watched years and years and years and games and games and games and games of of Tom Osborne play calling. I don't know if I've ever seen this play. They run an option halfback pass. So like a true option. <laughs> Picture Tommy Frazier coming down the line. Pitches it to Calvin Jones. Everything looks like an option. And then Calvin Jones even kind of comes to the line of scrimmage and then pulls up and throws it deep to Abdul Muhammad. But a Florida State defensive back smacks Muhammad, breaks up the pass incomplete. And Nebraska has to punt. But the reason I want to talk about that play isn't just to talk about the trick play of it. That play knocks Abdul Muhammad out of the game. Oh, yeah. He was, he was our go-to. The leading wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a nothing drive that ultimately ends up in Nebraska having to punt, but it's one of their more premier important weapons knocked out of the game. Pretty big. Yeah. Pretty, sure. pretty big. So this is Florida State's now first drive of the second quarter. Charlie Ward, they, they finally were able to get some points on the board with this one. There's a long pass uh, from from Ward, who is awesome. By the way, I don't know what you thought. Like I, I, I walked away from this game feeling like the best player on the field by a mile is Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward, for being a future professional basketball player, was an incredible quarterback. I mean, oh my god! You it, know, it's like it's usually I'm a pitcher or I'm a you know it's usually right. a pitcher and a quarterback. Uh, he's the only guy I can think of in my lifetime that played professional basketball and it was a quarterback i don't know how you do it yeah, and he won I'm the highest i mean i mean it's, think, it's, of, yeah, think, think of like right now if uh johnny manzel would have went on to be a two guard for the memphis grizzlies or something the degree of difficulty to to do those two very different types of position like i mean it's amazing. But I just I was blown away by Charlie Ward. He was and, just, and Nebraska's defense kind of smothered him, but you could just you know you can just see it. It's like he made like six or seven of those deep outs, and they were not easy throws. That you know he just he looked like he was ready to go to the NFL. Yeah, like it's it was, am, it's amazing. But so he kind of gets rolling a little bit. There's a long pass for a gain of thirty, uh, and then on but then Nebraska gets to third down. And there's another penalty on Nebraska, a pass interference uh, that keeps the Florida State drive alive, moves the ball all the way to the 19-yard line. But once again, the black shirts kind of stand tough inside the red zone, hold Florida State to a field goal. Florida State, Bentley makes it. So now it's Florida State's up 3-0 with 7.54 left in the second quarter. Nebraska comes back out onto the field. It's time to respond, right? Like you, it's, it's, time to, it's time to finally get something going for your offense. Um, again, early on, and he's going to end up redeeming himself because he plays better in the second half. Tommy Frazier struggled in the first half. Yeah. Like, he makes a big mistake. He gets flushed out of the pocket, and he steps out of bounds before throwing it away and takes a seven-yard loss. So it looks like it's going to be a big three and out again, and Florida State had just moved the ball and scored. Third and 17, you get a big play from Tommy Frazier finding Clester Johnson, who gets a lot of yards after the catch, 25-yard gain, first down, Nebraska. Third down, 17. Ball to the left, Johnson in the slot. 
The throw is to Johnson. Has some running room. 50, 45, a first down, and much more to the Florida State 35-yard line. Cluster Johnson, who caught only eight all season, gets 25 on that one. Uh, by the way, side note, Cluster Johnson looked like a linebacker. Yeah, he's... I- Interesting. I well, we did. It he looked pa- enormous. The pads were big. I think that like was... it, pads were bigger back then, obviously. But even like, there's a difference between like a wide receiver's pads yeah. and a linebacker's pads. He looked like he had, he looked enormous to me out there. Uh, but two plays later, after this big first down conversion, Nebraska Nebraska gets a little lucky. Which here's what's funny. We've done a bunch of these now. How often do we get lucky in these games? Not very often. No. Right. Like, it seems like we always have the luck going against us. So this was a time I was like, let's make note. We got a break, and we got a really lucky play for Oddly us. Oddly enough, there was a couple of breaks. in the, Like, Nebraska got screwed on a couple of plays. Yeah. But there are a couple of breaks in this game, too, that went for Nebraska. Yeah. This is the first big one. Tommy Frazier throws a pass that's intended for Cluster Johnson. It's way behind him. But sometimes when a ball's so poorly thrown, it's hard for anybody to like catch it. Ball gets deflected, and it goes right to Reggie Ball in stride. Oh, man. Who catches it and runs for a touchdown. Damon Benning, a sophomore from Omaha, who played for Jones when he was injured earlier in this year. Frazier guns it into a crowd. Oh, it goes on the deflection to Reggie Ball. Touchdown, Nebraska. Reggie Ball, a sophomore from Bellevue, Nebraska, did not catch a touchdown all season long. And on the carom, Ball in the right place to give the underdog Huskers the lead. 34-yard touchdown for Nebraska. That's such a it was such an awesome lucky play. I had somehow forgotten it. Oh yeah. Did you forget it? Oh, I yeah, had I forgotten the play. Because right. it happened early in the game. And I think we always, you know, like we th- we always focus on the punt. Uh, the Dixon the, punt return. The punt yeah. return, and we'll see the other play later. But um, I had forgotten that play. Well, I just can't believe how many times – you don't see this very often where you get a crosser. Like, the ball gets deflected, and it hits Reggie Ball perfectly in stride. Oh, man. And so he scoots in there for a 35-yard touchdown. So it's a six-play, 64-yard touchdown drive. So Nebraska now leads 7-3 to three with 5.59 left in the second quarter. One other note – on this drive that is super significant. On this drive, Calvin Jones separates his shoulder. Cause and effect. We're going to meet somebody later on. Oh, are we? That is a significant figure. That, that you you get the you get a little preview of what you're about to see. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> but that, that so think Calvin Jones. So but but stop for a second. Nebraska's now down two huge pieces offensively. Their two biggest offensive weapons. Basically, you could argue their two best. I mean, Tommy, outside of Tommy, their two best. I mean, Calvin was their best offensive player. But their their two, two of their top three offensive weapons are out. Yeah. Abdul Muhammad's been knocked out of the game. And now Calvin Jones knocked out of the game. Pretty significant. Yeah. Couple of stats to stop for a second and appreciate what Nebraska's defense has been doing. Florida State average. So I said it's about the six minute mark of the of the second quarter. Florida State averages two hundred and seventy four yards a half. Right now they got eighty two yards. 
Florida State averages 21.6 points per half. Right now they have three. So let's hear for the black shirts a little bit here. I think that's the part that um, re-watching it, you feel like the black shirts are dominating this game in a sense. Like Charlie's still playing pretty good, weird. looks like, good. Well, praising him, but But like, nobody else looks good but Charlie Ward in a sense. Like it's like the black shirts look good and Charlie looks good, but like you would say like um Nebraska like you felt like they were winning the half. Just they were winning like the Absolutely. Nebraska yeah. feels like the momentum's on their side. They're they've kind of established some some things. Was there anything other than Trev did anybody jump out at you early? I mean, it was obviously it was it was Trev, Ed Stewart, um, and Tyrone I, Williams. Tyrone Williams, yeah, he was making plays, and then I just you felt like the offense. I just I kept thinking they don't got their feet under them. Like no. it just you could tell they were slopping around. It was there was no comfort on offense. Um, but the second half was a different story. Well, but but here's the thing, Joe. Along those same lines, Florida State's next drive they start with actually pretty good field position at the 37, but. Trev Albert strikes again on first down. Sack, Sack number two for Trev. Under center is Charlie Ward. Play action and hit from behind by Alberts. The second sack and to Ward's credit, no fumble. Or does he shoot into that backfield? And since it was 1993, place at the table. <laughs> the program. <laughs> That's what's happening. That was but the era. That was what was going on. And... On the very next play, the left tackle gets a false start because he's so fucking worried about Trev. Yeah. Like, Trev is in everybody's head. Nebraska stuffs and pushes Florida State all the way back to third and 26 and force a punt. So, again, like, domination right now, okay? Mm -hmm. um, real quick on the next drive, Nebraska had a pretty good, like, they had pretty good field position with 342 left. They got the ball to Florida State 45, and... They they get stuffed. They get another hold. They get another penalty. A holding call pushes Nebraska back. They don't convert and have to punt. It was a pretty quick drive. Yeah. where they had an opportunity to either like burn some clock or maybe even make some noise, but they have to punt uh, back to Florida State. And this is Florida State's final drive of the first half. And Charlie Ward is pretty damn good in this drive again too. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at White Castle Roofing, and I've owned two homes in my life, one in Omaha and now one in Lincoln. And both times, when I had some damage to my roof, White Castle Roofing was who I trusted with the job. I had some hail damage to my roof in Omaha. White Castle took care of that and did a great job. And then I had a leak with my skylight in Lincoln. My guy Ben from White Castle was able to come over take a look at things, get the pieces needed to fix it, communicated every step, and boom, the crew was over and knocked it out quickly. Done and done. The crew was amazing, man. They're fast. They're efficient. They were awesome. Cleanup was a top priority. And most importantly, they did a fantastic job. You can't trust just anyone with your roof. And trust me, you can trust White Castle Roofing. Check them out. Online, whitecastleroofing.com. That's whitecastleroofing.com. White Castle Roofing, built with trust, proven by time. There was another incredible, I almost think the best play of the day for Charlie Ward. He had a scramble where he juked and dropped Trev yeah. in the backfield and then skirts right up the middle for a gain of, I think I wrote down 23 yards. Um, he was pretty good on, he looked fast. Well, he, that's just like those type of plays, 
to go with those throws where he was most of these throws were these like deep outs, deep, like deep sideline throws that just he made look very easy. Yes. Um, and I think, I mean, that, I mean, truly that was their, that was the, the game, you know, because Florida State did not have a rushing game. They didn't have any rushing attack. I no. mean, I think looking at it like uh, they're, William Floyd had a couple of carries, but they almost barely gave it to the running backs. They right. were throwing the ball. That's what their game plan was. We're going to throw it. And maybe Nebraska was just saying, like, you're not running it. Right. But they could not run the ball. And with Ward, like, Ward looked like like a better Kyler Murray. I mean, what an athlete. That's I all mean, I'm I saying. just, like, it's I just... was, I, mean, I texted you last night. I was like, Charlie Ward is incredible. This is nuts to me. And I don't but... even think Charlie Ward played it like even close to his best game. I mean, just in terms of yards and points right. and things like, and really completions. He actually like the, their third down completion percentage was terrible. It was really bad. So that's, what's so weird is like it, his numbers and their offense isn't really lighting it up, but you can just tell that Charlie Ward's really good. But yeah. there's another big moment here where Nebraska has another penalty. Good throw from Charlie Ward, gains 14 yards. Again, this is the the end of the first half is winding down here. Nebraska gets what I think is a fucking weak call. Raymakers gets flagged for a roughing the passer where he shoves him, but he doesn't yeah. even... I mean, I think roughing the passer, like the, the quarterback has to go to the... Charlie Ward didn't even go to the ground. Yeah, didn't go down. And so it adds 10 more yards onto the play and now the ball's all the way to the eight yard line. Yeah. But that's a big that's a big play. But once again, the black shirts come up big. They they get a stop, force a field goal. Florida State makes it, which ends the first half. The score, Nebraska up seven to six. So if we stop and think about the first half for a second, like again, the defense is playing great. Yep. Florida State averages forty three points per game. They got six. They're pressuring Charlie Ward. In fact, Bobby Bowden told O.J. Simpson at halftime. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I get up and laugh. I got an O.J. Simpson soundbite coming up here in a second. Uh, he, he, Bobby Bowden said at halftime that they're going to have to go all shotgun in the second half. Well, they had been throwing a lot in the first half, and I think they literally said the second half, we're just not going to run it. They, well, they had actually done more under center eye formation stuff and Bobby Bowden, you know, and is like, well, I told our guy, we can't, we can't protect Charlie when he in eye formation. We're going to like, but it was true. Like it yeah. felt like when he was in the eye formation, if they try to do any sort of seven step drop play action, like Trev was on that Trev, ass immediately Trev was going, was on him immediately. But so pressuring Charlie Ward, you've stood tall in two big spots, holding Florida state to two field goals where they had the ball at the 10 yard line and the eight yard line. Um, you did have a punt return called back from Dixon, which was huge. Nebraska has way too many penalties, which is going to become a theme for the game. And then Nebraska's offense has not been very good. Uh, kind of got lucky on their only touchdown. Tommy hasn't thrown the ball well. He's only four for 11 in the first half, and the run game hasn't quite been there. Uh, and then now Nebraska's without their leading rusher and leading wide receiver, which leads to a nice little exchange between O.J. Simpson and Tom Osborne at halftime. Here's that exchange. Let's go to O.J. Simpson. Coach, are you surprised at all by your defense's ability to keep Florida out of the end zone? No, we've got a real good defense. We thought we could play well, and 
we played awfully hard, and I'm proud of our players. In the second half, you might have to go without two of your stars, Mohammed and, and John, uh, Calvin Jones. Uh, will that change your game plan at all? Well, it sure doesn't help us. Uh, you want to come back out and play, we could use you, okay? <laughs> I'm not going out there and play, Dick. That's tough. All right. <laughs> Yeah, Tom Osborne, some, some have said uh, no sense of humor, that he's bland and all, but he's, uh, he's delighted everyone down here in Miami with his sense of humor this week. Which is hilarious right there. <laughs> I just can't, like, O.J. Simpson, anytime they went to O.J., I was totally distracted. It's just, it's, uh, O.J.'s such a unique figure because he, I mean, we all know he, <laughs> he's a murderer. <laughs> But you know, he then he was you know he, he was, was great. Like he's this good looking, like but charismatic. He was he was, he was great like on the America's favorite guy right. for twenty years, and there's just he's a part of a lot of history. You know, like you watch the Naked Gun movies, and you're just like you're like oh, and there's OJ, huh? Like it's just weird to see him prior to everything that happened. Yeah. You and, know, you know, and Ozzy's making jokes, jokes with him with OJ, and you're just like oh. Okay, oh, like okay it's just, that's what's happening. It's just here. bizarre. It just he makes it makes everything bizarre when OJ, you know. I was actually like I was looking, you know, because we're we're adding to the studio, to the pod yeah. studio, and I I remember my dad. I think had because my dad played with OJ Simpson yeah, Buffalo, and I think my dad had OJ's cleats, and so I was looking for his cleats to to have as like a oh piece for the studio here. Right. So I was down in the basement. There's all these cleats. And I'm like, I wonder which one of these are OJ's. I, and but I was just thinking about, it's like, it's just OJ's so cleats. Like, well, and the other thing that's weird, like we said, like this is six months away from all hell breaking loose. So like you just, you're, you're looking at a guy and you're just like, you are going to, you're going to commit you're gonna, murder. You're going to murder soon. two people in <laughs> six months. Like this is a weird. So, uh, but he seems like such a nice guy. Right. But did you see early in the game that, the color guy was pretty animated and pretty like, he was like, I'll tell you what, no fucking idea what Florida State's doing. But like, he, at one point, OJ and him got into an argument. I've never heard a sideline guy and an analyst. They got an argument in the first half going back and forth about whether or not Florida State was showing formations to learn things about later on in the game. And they like got they were like raising their voice at each other and it was like, easy, OJ. Easy, OJ. Easy, OJ. Oh. Easy. Easy, OJ. Just calm down, no, OJ. No, no. You know what, OJ? I think you're right. I, uh, I mean, right. I, that's right. it's like, do you think this guy had any idea when he was when he was arguing with OJ who he was really dealing with? I think with? he uh, be smart not to argue with OJ. Okay, so side note. I just had to, like, I I, I debated whether or not we were going to talk about OJ, but, like, you rewatch this game. It's just, hey, Nick, we got to talk about OJ. <laughs> It's been 20 years, right? I mean, like, you could, can, yeah, the statute of limitations, you can continue we've had, to talk about We've it. had a 30 for 30. We've had the People versus O.J. Simpson. Two of the best pieces those of are entertainment. Great. Both those six. I I think, I think the O.J. 30 for 30 is the best 30 for 30 I've ever seen. It's before. the best. It's a, it's an incre- it was an incredible documentary. But then the show was good, too. Yeah, the, the show was awesome. The show was great. Ross from Friends. Ross was, from uh, Friends was, was just... A, wasn't he a Kardashian? He was Robert Kardashian. He was Robert Kardashian. Cuba, Cuba? Gooding Jr. was... Was uh was he OJ? He was OJ. He was OJ, and then uh, who was AC? Oh, Al Callis. I mean, it, I can't remember, who, but that show was fantastic. It was awesome. But OJ's a big part of this game. Okay, yeah, he just we gotta is. include OJ because Tom Osborne was Tom Osborne to make was joking jokes. with him. God, it's just so bizarre to see right now. But okay, so it's ha- now third quarter start. Yes, Charlie Ward 
and the Florida State Seminoles get the ball first. And Charlie Ward gets busy on this drive. Two first downs, airing it out, then a gorgeous bomb from Charlie Ward gains 40 yards all the way down to the five-yard line, which then sets up a play that I had completely forgotten about that was a huge play. This this is one I I... I had heard so many times to go with the punt return. I'd heard about it. I hadn't got to see the footage, though. I just remembered I remembered watching it, and then like everybody would always remind me of the play. Because you know what I mean? Like until you see it, see it I urge again, everybody to go. I didn't remember what it looked like. Early third quarter, go check this out. Because again, they get the ball at the five yard line. Two plays later, the ball's at the one yard line. Florida State hands the ball to their big-ass fullback, William Floyd, who's like 245 pounds. William Floyd tries to leap over the top. Nebraska hammers him in the air. William Floyd fumbles the football, and Nebraska recovers it in the end zone. But the refs say he broke the plane, and it's a touchdown Florida State. It's second and goal from the one. And they're going with the quick huddle here on the goal line. Ward going to keep it himself. Oh, Floyd. Loses the ball and Nebraska recovers. Was he in? No, they say touchdown. He broke in the plane. Mike Anderson fell on the ball, but Floyd had broken the plane. Touchdown, Florida State. You know, Nick, it's... What do you think? Because they they also showed that play a bunch in replays. So the Nebraska defender jumps over the pile and meets him with a punch. Like, he's punching the ball. And to me, I... I obviously think he fumbled. I I don't think he got there. The ref was so quick to put up his hands. I think it was another... He's assuming he's going to get over, right? Because right? the Nebraska guy made a great play because he hit him hard. It was unbelievable. Um, but I've always claimed to be a, you know, a, I, w- I kind of don't like instant replay. Right. Um, but my God, it's like if there was ever a time, those are the plays instant replays for. I personally like, I, I, I truthfully think there's so much replay. I, I just want it all to go away. But dang, it's like that's it's just weird. If there is replay, it's for that moment. But don't you think it's weird to watch football in an era where like that play just happened and you couldn't review it? Which is which is fine, you know, yeah. but it's just interesting that like this is a, this is for the national championship. And for me, I get that I'm, you know, a Lincolnite Nebraskan, but like I think he fumbled. Oh, if, there, if you if you're asking me like I'm on the refs, I'm I'm one of the refs and we watched the replay of it and someone says, What do you think, Ba? I'd say he fumbled. Well, to me it looked like, you know, he was still like they met at like going up. It wasn't like he was up and then down. Like if he was away on the way down, that means he had traveled farther. Like to me he was like uh, I mean I don't If he know. broke the plane, he he broke the plane by an inch. Yeah. I mean, at the most. So but this is another huge Swing right here where... So this is the second seven-point swing. So it's 14 points that have swung against Nebraska. Against Nebraska. Because now Florida State is up 12-7, to and they decide to go for two. And to Nebraska's credit, Toby Wright steps up, makes a big play, breaks up a Charlie Ward pass that would have been completed, 
So a big play for Nebraska to at least stop the two-point conversion. But nevertheless, Florida State is up 12-7 to with 12 minutes and 50 seconds left in the third quarter. But I mean, we have like – this is like a – like you just said, this is a 14-point swing yeah. for this game right now. Huge. Huge. First drive of the third quarter. Do got to mention Damon Binning is officially in for Calvin Jones yeah. right now at running back. So, again, you don't have Calvin Damon's out there doing his thing. Nebraska picks up one first down on a pass from Frazier on third down, but has to punt. Florida State's second drive of the third quarter. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because it was three and out, and on third down, who strikes again? Trev strikes again! Time to direct your athletics. <laughs> My name's Trev Alberts. The third sack of the game from Trev. He is Dominate. Yeah. A third down, and it's Alberts again. Trev Alberts, third sack of the game. And that is just underlining, and uh, with a punctuation mark, why he was so highly regarded All-America. He's dominate. That I think that was one he did, like, the little up and under, right? He yes. came underneath. Yeah, I mean, it was... Because that's a, really and that's nice where play. I think you get because he takes off his helmet as he's walking off and he gives that's like the picture he's point you know he yeah. at this point like Trev's the man Trev is dominating this game yeah so Nebraska's second drive of the third quarter the reason this drive because this this ends up in a punt but the reason this drive is significant is because. This is the drive where I didn't realize it because O.J. Simpson did not report this, but I had to do a little text to one Damon Binning to figure out what happened. Damon Binning separated his shoulder on this drive. I was wondering why he wasn't in. Because I didn't later. understand it because Damon was the guy. And I actually thought Damon was running pretty good. Damon ran, had a couple of really nice runs. Yes. I thought he looked better than Calvin did yeah. actually in right. there that day. And. So, because I wondered, as I texted him and I said, did you, did, did T.O. pull you after that series? You know, and he said, no, I separated my shoulder. And it happened on, do you remember, there was an option play in front of the Florida State bench yep. where two safeties yep. come in and just light Damon's ass Yeah, he had, no, he had no chance. It was Derek Brooks was chasing him and there was two safeties. There was nothing he nothing could do. Nothing to do. Damon separates his shoulder. The reason I'm bringing that up is because, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, Nebraska... I'd like to introduce you to someone named Lawrence Phillips. Because it's now the Lawrence Phillips show. Isn't it amazing? As soon as you saw that guy with the ball, everything looked different. Like everybody on the field. I'm talking everybody. Offense, defense, both sides. There was one guy in the field that you just go, that guy's different than you guys. I thought there were two guys on the field, three if you want to throw Trev in there. Yeah. But two in particular popped. To me, it was Charlie Ward and Lawrence Phillips. Yeah. Those two guys look different than everybody else on the field to me. William Floyd a little bit. Yeah, Derek little Brooks Floyd. a little bit. Trev a little bit. But it was really like Lawrence Those Phillips. two guys were like, oh my goodness. And Lawrence was a freshman. A true freshman. A true freshman. But significant. So, But Nebraska has to punt. But I want to bring that up because that Damon separates his shoulder. Now yeah. it's LP time coming up. Uh, Nebraska punt, good punt, 
uh, pens him at the 12. But Florida State gets the ball moving on this. We bring up William Floyd. He gets a big, long run. One of their only really long runs. He trucked us. And he trucked yeah. a couple of dudes. That's so, I mean, why I say he looked yeah. different. Like, that guy looks Yeah, because when he's trucking, you know those dudes are some badass dudes. And Floyd was trucking a few of them in the second level. Uh, two plays later, Florida State completes a long pass. And there's another roughing the passer penalty on Dante Jones. But he, you know what? He did it the he right did. way. He did it dirty. If you're going to do it and you're not going to get ejected, absolutely unload. He hit Charlie Ward hard. Hit his ass hard. Knocked his ass down. If you're his coach, I mean, you go, okay, you got the penalty, but at least you got, like, you you made his life worse. Right. He's going to have a hard time getting up being like, oh, okay, let's do that again. Exactly. So you like that he made it count, but nevertheless, another roughing the passer Yeah, that's call. not good. I mean, I guess I should be like, that's not a smart play. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I've never seen better. I've you don't never... well, here, no, let me say you don't like it, but if he's gonna do it, you like that he he knocked his ass down. Yeah. Is that a fair characterization? I of, guess what's a great what would be a good analogy for that in the real world? You're gonna world? make it count. I mean, you know, like what is what's something you could do that's bad, but if you're gonna do it <laughs> like, I don't know what yeah. I, do it this way. Right. Like, but I that's don't know. A, if you're gonna if you're gonna break the rules, make it make it count a little yeah. bit, you know? And at least shouts out to Dante Jones yeah, for gonna, making it. If count. you're gonna rob a bank, don't steal twenty bucks. Like steal a million. Like, I don't know. Like yeah, that's the first like thing I thought you, of was like robbing a bank. Like don't steal a hundred bucks. Like steal a lot of money. Yeah, do. Yeah, I don't know. It's a people. People will send in some good analysis. Yeah, they'll, they'll figure. I don't got but, one. But Bo Root here for Dante Jones roughing the passers. So you're a big fan. Full support. Uh, but, yeah, but, gets, support. but but that whole sequence gets the ball down to the Nebraska twenty three yard line. Nebraska's D line comes up big again. This time. It's Dwayne Harris with a sack off the assist of Trev because he's making the push. But Nebraska has five sacks already for this game. They show a note up there. Florida State had only given up 10 sacks all year. So that's just a little anecdote of just how much the D-line is is making some noise. Yep. But Nebraska's defense stands up again when it matters, holds Florida State to a field goal when they get it near the red zone. Bentley, the kicker, knocks down a field goal. So now Florida State leads Nebraska 15-7 to with three minutes left in the third quarter. Next drive. We said it was time to introduce you to someone. And it's Lawrence Phillips time. True freshman, he's out there. Doing his thing, and he does his thing in this in in this series. Uh, there was another. I want because I want to point out every penalty because that's going to be a big theme. Nebraska gets to third and one. They get another out of character penalty where it's a false start, and it backs them up to third and six. And you go, oh my god, this is a drive killer. They're now not going to be able to to get a first down. Luckily, Tommy Ar- Tommy Armstrong, Tommy Frazier picks up. A little play action, throws it to Dixon. They're able to keep the the drive alive. And then Lawrence Phillips shows his skills. A nice ISO run between the tackles. Runs it for about 20 yards. And then, once again, Tom Osborne has a knack for when to go into his bag of trick plays and, and, and try something. He does here. Nebraska runs a fake option, fake reverse pitch. So picture an option where a guy's coming between the pitch man and the quarterback, fake reverse on the pitch, and then Tommy pops back, throws a long pass down to Corey Dixon all the way down to the 12-yard line, caught. 
The fake reverse, and now Frazier throwing to Dixon, who's open, and catches it. A juggling catch and a tackle at the 12. Richard Coe fighting for the ball, but Dixon able to rest it away. And a first down at the State 12. Pretty big call right there to get a chunk play yeah. to get near the goal line, which that play ends pretty much ends the third quarter. So end of the third quarter, Florida State leads 15 to seven. So now the first play of the fourth quarter, it's Lawrence Phillips time. Nice little counter, which since we were on a lot of counter sweep at Southeast, it was beautiful what they were doing, right? It, it was like a, it was gorgeous it was teaching tape. Oh, like the blocking, the like the it was, pulling guards and the cut. Oh, it was just it's like when an offensive line coach is like, you know, somewhere like has like a tear going down. I was like, I, I've never been more proud. Like, it really was it gorgeous. Was, it was though. one of those. Everything was clean and it just worked. So first play of the fourth quarter, beautiful little counter. Lawrence Phillips squirts through 12-yard touchdown round. Lawrence Phillips in the end zone. But Nebraska driving their deepest position inside uh, the 20-yard line. And Tommy Frazier sets him up at the 13. Give to Phillips. And the freshman is a touchdown. So the score is now 15 to 13, and Tom Osborne decides to go for two. It's the right call, right? What do you think? Um, Knowing what we know it is, but like, was it the right call at the time? Because I have such faith in Tom Osborne. I, I like, it's hard for me to go against him. Like, if Tom Osborne <laughs> felt like it was the right call, like, kind of like, yeah, it was, wasn't it? I think it is. I, I, I actually, it's I hit such pause a in the low, game and I wanted to think it's about such it. Such a low scoring game that to me, it's like, I think you knew it was going to be like this field goal kicking game. You know what I mean? Like it was going to come down to this. Like I just. <sighs> I think they felt like, okay, so if you kick the extra point is 15 to 14, even if you give, if they kick a field goal, you still can't catch them with an, a field goal. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So like they needed to try to tie the game up. I think that's, I think that was the thought that like every point was going to be so hard that like you just, you got to get it tied. Right. But so two point conversion play. They actually run a similar play, kind of. It was more of like a counter sweep rollout uh, for Tommy that that they ran with with or with with Turner Gill, but two point conversion rollout right. Tommy Tommy Frazier wants the tight end, but it gets strung out and it's incomplete. Yeah, just wasn't there. What's the call here? Buster Johnson in motion. Frazier. He had a man open in the end zone, but didn't throw it. Knocked out of bounds at the run by Ken Alexander. He had an open red jersey, but couldn't get the ball up to throw it. Tried to run, and Florida State denies. It remains 15-13. Just one there. All in all, seven-play, 73-yard touchdown drive. Florida State still up 15-13 to with 14.55 left in the fourth quarter. The next possession for Florida State, the only thing I want to point out, this is kind of crazy. Florida State gets their very first third down conversion of the game with 13 minutes left Nick, in the fourth quarter. I, I'm glad you said that. I, I Just looking through the big stat sheet, you, you look, Nebraska 7 out of 16 on third down conversions. Florida State ends up going 1 for 12 on the day. So... They're seventeen point favorites. They, they're you know all these yards, all these points. 
one for 12 on third down versus us. That I think is the the highlight of this Nebraska defense is you go, man, that that's a bad day for Florida state. And yes. that's, that's what we forced them. To. This is with Charlie. And this is with like, you got the best quarterback in the country. Yeah. You're going after work. Dunn's your eye back. Right. I mean, that's not, that's, that's a pretty good little yeah, player. That's not so bad. Jeez. Like, but, but that's amazing that you, that they, they can they pick up their first third down with 13 minutes to go in the game. Yeah, I, I think that's that's part of the, the story of this game. Where when you look back, you feel, you feel like, dang it, like I know you, you know you what I mean. Checked like, a lot of the boxes that you needed to to win the game. You go yeah. one for twelve on third, hold the team one for twelve on third down. You're going to win a lot of those games. Yeah, oh for sure. But so, but ultimately Nebraska gets Florida State to punt, and Nebraska takes over with a big drive here. There's a big some big sequences here. Lawrence Phillips, they call that same counterplay, another nice run. Tommy Frazier, a great run on an option, nice little fake pitch. He gets loose running down the sideline. Tommy is starting to throw the ball well in this half. That's important to point out. I, I, I We were talking about him. not Didn't run good, didn't throw good the first half. He played good in the second the half. The second half is sort of the Tommy Frazier we all know and love. Right. He came alive. You could feel that he kind of had the, the juice. That it thing. Yeah. So he picks up. He has a thir- third down pickup to Cluster Johnson. He's got another good throw to Reggie Ball that gets the ball to the 25-yard line. In fact, at this point, Tommy Frazier's 8-for-9 passing in this in the second half. But this is where Nebraska was its own worst enemy again at times. Nebraska gets stuck in third and nine. And they actually convert it. They run this nice little quarterback draw, but a false start negates it. They were going to convert a third down. Penalty comes out. It was a false start, negates the play. Penalties becoming a big theme again. And that's that's a, you know, that's not a heat of the battle penalty. That is just a mental error. That's just a lack of discipline penalty, right? right. Those are the ones that you just... Can't have. Make you sick. Well, because, okay, so now, curious what you thought. So now it's third and 14. You're in field goal range. You don't have a great kicker in Bennett, but you're in field goal range with the ball at the 29-yard line. You're down two points. What can't you do? Can't take a sack. You can't take a sack. You can't turn it over. Yep. Can't take a sack. Can't turn it over. Yep. We bragged on Tommy. Wasn't a great throw here. Kind of telegraphed it. The safety read him oh, the yeah, whole yeah. time. Safety was on it. Safety was on us. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Tommy Frazier is picked off by Florida State. Huge play. He's played beautifully tonight. He's protected the football. He's not made any major mistakes. And he goes to the shotgun. Good protection. Intercepted. Picked off by Richard Coles. And Coles finally knocked down at the 30-yard line, and a flag goes down. So, brutal. Nebraska goes from in-field goal range. They convert a third down, but a penalty negates it. And then the very next play, Tommy Frazier throws an interception, and you come away with nothing. So with six minutes and 55 seconds left in the fourth quarter, it is still Florida State up 15 to 13. Mm-hmm. But another moment 
kind of shooting yourself in the foot with self-inflicted stuff and mistakes. Frustrating. Florida State, next drive, three and out, punt. Shouts out to the black shirts, stepping up when they need to. So now Nebraska's offense comes back onto the field. Here we go. Buckle up. Four minutes and 39 seconds left. Scores 15 to 13, national championship game, starting at your own 20-yard line. You ready? Mm-hmm. First down, good run by Lawrence Phillips on an option. Next play, Lawrence Phillips actually fumbles, but Zach Wiegert jumps on it. Whew. Yeah. And then the next play, another kind of lucky break for Nebraska. Tommy Frazier hits Cluster Johnson for a first down, but let's be real, Cluster Johnson bobbled it <laughs> and drops the ball, but the refs say he caught it first down, Nebraska. 335 left. Frazier to Cluster Johnson, and he goes down by... Can't cause a field, can't oh, cause a fumble, and it's he's down, drops the ball. That's a completed pass. They're he coming caught, at it as a reception. Yes. I think that ball bounced. No, he caught it. Then he bounced, and the ball bounced out after he hit the ground. Let's take a look. He's running the crossing route. He catches. He does catch it. Well, I don't or think he has he? control. No, he never has never control pulled it in. It. That should have been incomplete. But it counts as a reception. Well, there have been some uh, curious officiating calls on this one that'll be played by both sides depending on winner and loser i'm looking at it and oh i don't know if he ever yeah, completed oh, oh the here, process of the catch so re-watching it right now i have it rolling i mean he doesn't catch it at all oh it's <laughs> not mean, even close it's not even like, like it's not it even close. close it's like he Bobbles it and it blurps way out. It slips. Yeah, it's not out. like the ball is kind of just rolling here. It pops way away from him. He's not trapping it on the ground. It's bobbled and and belted out away from yes. him, and they called it a catch. And even you bizarre. watch Cluster's body language. He's he stands up like he's mad at himself that he dropped it, but the but the ref is saying catch. So it's first down Nebraska. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. And I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it. And how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors by Pella. Won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. Pretty big break there. Very big break. Two plays later, Tommy Frazier on an option keeper. Great run. 31-yard gain. He almost scores a touchdown. And there's just a late face mask 
at the end of the run that tacks more yards on the play. The ball is all the way down to the four-yard line. The field goal, Fraser keeper, 35, has blockers, one man to beat at the 20. He's at the 10 to the 9, and a flag down is the tackle made by Matt Knight, and he may have had the face mask. Oh, my, listen to Nebraska. Oh, see, this is like, this is classic this is Tommy Frazier. Classic, this right? Is, this is one of his, like, five signature option runs of his career. Uh, you know, really strings it out, keeps it, runs but some great blocks, but, you know, he has a nice cutback. And the defender, I would say, did a good job, though, of just getting enough of Tommy to slow him down that he couldn't get into the end zone. And so then the backside corner runs him down. But it, like I said, it's it's Isn't a great it run, and he gets down like the the eight yard line ish. But then they get the face mag. But man, it's like you look back and you go, if you can get in, you know, like I know, oh, I, know. I watched that. Like, I'm like, God damn, he could. But you're right. The, a good job. The, the, the one safety or corner does a good enough job of just slowing Tommy down enough yeah. for the help to come get him. But either way, this is vintage Tommy Frazier. Like this is just like. And this, Frazier's feeling it. And right what's now. funny about this is this gave me such um, deja vu from the 94-95 team that, that played in the Orange Bowl against Miami where we get better in the fourth quarter. Tommy gets rolling in the fourth quarter. Like all this stuff is what this Nebraska machine did. It's sort of like it was built for this. And you see we just sort of come alive. And this kind of run, the same thing. Like you can feel us getting stronger right. and get it, them getting weaker. Absolutely. So, so Nebraska has the ball. It's first and goal. Two minutes and 18 seconds left. Ball at the four-yard line. Again, Nebraska still trails 15 to 13. Nebraska hands the ball to Lawrence Phillips three times, gets stuffed all three times. It kind of felt like Nebraska went into like, let's just make sure there's a field goal here with this thing. Which I think uh, after this year, uh, I, I think I actually like this. It's like you're playing for you're playing for the field goal. You're not. You're. you're it's like a risk game at this yes. point, right? You're eliminating risk. Well, you're playing the clock a little bit. You're too, playing the you know? clock. You're eliminating risk. You're making them use their timeout. Yeah, because you make Florida State calls timeout after second and third down. Yeah. So here comes Byron Bennett. Keep in mind a couple of things with with Bennett. Bennett on the season is only six for eleven on field goals. Byron Bennett has not made a field goal in the last five games. So I just want to give to the anxiety of the moment, though, yeah. like that you. No one's necessarily thinking this is a for sure thing. But here comes Bennett, lines up a 27-yard field goal. Boom, it's good. 27 yards. How big for this 23-year-old senior? It's good. And Nebraska now leads Florida State in the national championship game 16 to 15 with one minute and 16 seconds left. Watching that ball go through the uprights and seeing the reaction of the players and the fans, it all comes back to you. The feeling of we're going to win the national title. It's been it's long overdue for the, this Nebraska team. Like we're gonna win. That feeling was in everybody's hearts in that moment. It was right. it was it was like rewatching was kind of scary because it kind of all came back to me. That feeling you must have had. It's a minute to go, 
the game is ours. But here's the thing I wanted to write, I, I, I wrote down, and hindsight's always twenty twenty. when you know the results, everything looks different looking back. Did Nebraska maybe celebrate too much? It looked like we we thought we were going to win. I, I think, I, I just, I don't know, I wrote that down. I'm like, they really, like everybody acts like that field goal, like time expired. Everyone really, like celebrated to a degree that felt like a lot to me. It, it was maybe a little much, but I, I think legitimately people like, it was points were so hard to come by. The black shirts, the black shirts were kicked, it, but I mean, Nick, it seemed like that's the game, right? But it this seemed like it. This 76 seconds, minute 16, become a defining moment in what becomes the dynasty for Nebraska. Like literally, this what we're about to lay out for you becomes the seeds really get planted here. Oh, man. it's Because, but Nick, Nick, you have been on these podcasts the biggest fan of Nebraska's special teams. I know. Because here we go. Nebraska's kickoff goes out of bounds. Jesus. How do you do it? How? How do you do it? How does it happen? Ball goes out of bounds. Now Florida State and the Heisman Trophy winner, Charlie Ward, get the ball at the 35-yard line. It's a big, big deal. It's, It's not just big. It's enormous because, you know, they are... They're low on timeouts, right? They have one timeout. So they got one timeout. The difference between being at the 20 or, or the 30, inside the 20 or, or the 35 is huge because all of a sudden your confidence, and then it's like one or two plays. You just you have need to a have. field goal. Yeah. They, they just don't need, need a touchdown. They just need a field goal. And so you that's where it's like now the, the momentum quickly shifts back. Now that they're on the 35, that's a couple of plays and they're there. Yes. And so that, that mistake is as costly as anything they've done this whole game. Absolutely. But so the ball's at the 35, minute 16 left. Only need a field goal. Florida State's got one timeout. Here we go, Black Shirts. You've been good all game. One last stop. You're champions. First down, incomplete pass. Second down, Charlie Ward hits a little crosser for a gain of nine yards, and the Florida State wide receiver gets out of bounds. Third and one, Tyrone Williams breaks up a pass. Again, lots of celebrating after this play. I know I'm I know when you have the answers to the test after the fact, and hindsight's always 20-20. I just feel like there's there seemed like an an over-the-top amount of celebrating before this thing was actually over. Yeah. But Tyrone Williams breaks up a pass on third and one. People celebrate like it's over. You got to calm down and stay focused because here comes now fourth and one. Game on the line. You get a stop, it's over. Charlie Ward actually gets under center. Hand off to big ass William Floyd up the gut. He barely gets Squeaks a first through. down. Yep. Game could have been over there. Instead, Florida State stays alive. So now it's first and 10, 55 seconds left, ball at the Florida State 45, and here is probably the back-breaking play. Yeah. Charlie Ward hits work done on a pass, and work done outruns Nebraska to the sideline for a long gain. And right at the end of the play, as work done steps out of bounds, Baron Miles hits him. Penalty, late hit on Nebraska, Ball now moved to the 18-yard line. Wow. It's now Ward in the open field to Dunn. 
Anderson can't get him, and Dunn is out of bounds, and a fly goes down. Oh, oh my. No. Oh, my. No, Nebraska, I believe, is going to be called for a personal foul as Dunn streaks out of bounds and is hit by Baron Miles. Had several penalties tonight that have been so much out of character for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Everyone is hurt and hurt badly. Anderson, the linebacker, can't catch him. He's out of bounds. Yes, flag thrown. That's easy. That adds 15 yards onto it. And Tom Osborne said, no, please. It looks like they, like Charlie went to Dunn pretty quick. It, to yes. me, it looked like they saw work done and we had one of our big our big linebackers on. I think it's Johnson, maybe? I don't remember. Was was matched. It was not a good matchup. I mean, work done is quick and he is yes. fast. And, th- and our linebacker is a is a thudder. He's a big guy. He it was not a good matchup. And so they they called a good play. And Dunn beats him to the corner. And then so instead of just hey you catch it for ten, 10 yards, yards and you're down, he turns it up and gets another fifteen. Then gets hit and gets the penalty. Like so that right there is the chunk they needed to get. Not just into field goal range, but like in makeable field goal range. Right. Just brutal. Brutal. And I don't, I mean, listen, it's, is it technically a late hit? Yeah. I mean, he's out of bounds. Do you, are, are those moments you wish the ref would just kind of be like, come on, man, this is the national championship game. Don't throw that flag. But oh, it's bad. B- brutal. So now the ball is at the 18 yard line. It's now first and 10. Two plays later. There's another penalty because there's a pass interference on Toby Wright of Nebraska, which I actually think is a little shaky. Was it catchable is the question. That's right? the big that, question. I don't know the if the question. ball was catchable because he did kind of trip the wide receiver, but it's a it's a shaky it's a shaky ball. It's a shaky ball, and it, I mean it's a so it's maybe not catchable, and it wasn't like he tackled him. It was kind of like they 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 got tangled a little bit. I mean, it's it's not absolutely clear. I I'm not gonna. I'll fight the other penalties more than so I'll. Fight I agree. That. I'm not gonna die on this. Um, but I, I think it, that wasn't necessarily like lights out clear either. So now it's first and goal ball at the three yard line. Just a minute ago, it looked like Nebraska had this thing won. Yeah. Right. Like here we are. Boom 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 boom. They're at the three yard line. The ball didn't move fast all day, and then the ball just suddenly moved real fast. So it, it's kind of hard to go, wow, did that just – we moved the whole length of the field in you know, less than a minute? It, it's, like, it's hard to even digest what has happened over the last minute of this game. But on second down, Florida State and Bobby Bowden, they decided to not mess around. They're going to kick the field goal. They don't want to risk anything. So here comes Scott Bentley. Short little chip shot field goal is good. Three for four tonight by Bentley, who is on the college football preview issue, the cover boy, choosing late to go to Florida State over Notre Dame for just this. He's got it. And Florida State now leads Nebraska 18 to 16 with 21 seconds left. Yeah. Big note here. Florida State gets flagged for excessive celebration after they made the field goal. So they're kicking off at the 20-yard line instead of the 35. Becomes a significant amount <laughs> of, a big deal of 15 yards hey, here. You want to talk about our 
kick it out of bounds. That penalty for them equally dangerous because of it's a it's a less than a field goal game. You know, it's like oh my huge. god, huge. This game is officially drunk. Like this game has totally lost its mind, right? Yeah. But so Nebraska comes back out. 14 seconds left after a little a, a nice little kickoff return. But it's 14 seconds left. Nebraska has one timeout ball at the Nebraska 43-yard line. Yeah, so I mean we they they basically go untouched almost to the 43. I mean, yes. it's that's how far back they were kicking Yeah, off. so I mean that's a huge that's a, such a huge error. So 14 seconds left. Here we go. Nebraska down 18-16. First down, long pass from Tommy Frazier's incomplete. There's eight seconds left now. What's funny is that's a catchable ball. It too. is. Isn't they would it? been down. They've been down the twenty. Um, I think it was, it was it was to Tremaine Bell along the sidelines, and he could have caught it. Yeah, I mean his hands were on it. It was catchable. The the defender went at it and whiffed it. So I mean it was it was it visually had been tough, but I mean it's, it's catchable. catchable. It's catchable. catchable. Yeah, I mean. So now things look real bleak, right? Eight seconds left now. You're at the you you gotta go a long ways to even get into field goal range, get into Hail Mary range, whatever. And Florida State is in major prevent defense. They have everyone way back in the middle of the field is wide open. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's the thing, is it's they're leaving the middle open. And so a wild sequence here. Remember, there are eight seconds left on the clock. Tommy Frazier hits Tremaine Bell over the middle. Bell is now running, running, running down the middle of the field, deep into Florida State territory, and eventually he is tackled. The clock runs out and goes to zero, or does it? Ten seconds on the play clock. Eight seconds left in the game. Over the middle to Bell. And Bell tackled with one second to go. No, They didn't stop the clock soon enough. They, that should... Uh, they should have a second left here. He was clearly down before the final zero went up. And the officials did not call it. Nosburn can't believe it. Dick, I agree with you totally. He was down. Clock should be stopped. There should be another play. There should have been time. And uh, Osborne very calmly is pointing at the clock saying, seeing what we did, that the tackle had made. And now the officials are sending yes. both teams off the field. The hit by Derek Brooks. The tackle. And he goes down right there. So there's two seconds left for Nebraska. And certainly the game was not over. Florida State rushes the field. Florida State's players are on the field. The refs have to clear everyone off the field because it's pandemonium. Bobby Bowden gets the, the, the Gatorade, Gatorade bath. bath. He's walking out to meet Osborne. Osborne is walking towards the center, Sanders. holding up a second. He says he wants a second. The refs clear off the field, get together, decide to put one more second back on the clock. Where does this sound familiar? <laughs> it's, it's odd. It's, it's like eerie almost. Yeah. Now, one was for a, a Big 12 championship. This is for the national championship. But nevertheless, it's like, it's, it's, uh, it's a very interesting little sequence. Again, you put it out. Bobby Bowden is soaked in Gatorade, and and time is still back on the clock. That's the stuff that you forget, though. You forget those moments until you rewatch that they were on the field. The game was considered over. Bowden's drenched, and 
we get the, we get that one other chance. So they clear the entire field. They have to go upstairs to figure out the exact spot of the ball. Yeah, because they They're, were they were all over. They were ten yards off. They were, they were ten yards off initially. All this takes a few minutes. This is fucking nuts. Like this is nuts right now. So so Tremaine Bell, like my question is this: If Florida State doesn't tackle him. I was Does gonna ask he going to know to go down and call I timeout? Wondered, I, I thought about this. Like You're one of the players. This isn't to blow some of your ass. You would have been smart enough to like let him keep running for a little bit. I would have not tackled him down. I would have grabbed him and kind of just held him up and like... The lion on the big... Yeah, know, no, I, I would have just like... like just I, really- I would have like held him up and made, you know, like... You got to force him to be smart enough to jump down and take a knee. Because that's... You're watching him and you're... And it's it's this... It's this weird moment with Bell where you're like, hey, get it. You need to get as much yards as you can, but you also need to get down. I don't know that he was thinking about going down. I don't know if he was either. Because I'm talking, he got tripped and his knee hit with two. So if you're like, he, maybe he was thinking, I got to score. Right. And that's possible, right? Because he's, he's, but still, it's like, I don't know, man. That's, that's just tough because like, it's a crazy sequence. It's a crazy sequence. Maybe he thinks, but there was five guys in front of him. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, but so like, you don't know. <laughs> so after after reviewing, they they spot the ball at the twenty eight yard line. Holy shit! Nebraska might actually win this game. Twenty eight yard line. That's that's a makeable field goal. Holy shit! This game is completely roller coaster drunk. Nebraska after they clear it, they they clear the field out. They get Bobby Bowden a, a, a towel. His glasses are all covered in Gatorade. They spot the ball at the 28. Here comes Byron Bennett, whose career long is 48 yards. This is about a 45, 46-yard field goal. Here we go. Bennett field goal to win the national championship. Snap down, hold, no good. Hook that thing way left. And now 45 yards to steal it from Florida State. And to give Cinderella, Nebraska, a tremendous win and a national championship. And he hooked and left. Florida State wins. That's it was it was a straight duck hook. It didn't have. It, it wasn't on course. You for it a was not on course for one second. It was <laughs> no. It wasn't. The ball never. On any at any moment was inside the trajectory of the of the of the upright. Yeah, I mean it was going over like the left tackle's head. I mean it, it was, was so far hooked left. And so after all of that ball game, Florida State beats Nebraska eighteen to sixteen. Serious question for you. He duck hooked it. Nah, it's terrible, right? But is that better than if he kicked it and it was like smidged outside the uprights and, and missed that way. Would that have hurt more? Would it have hurt more? There would have been even a more... Because at least you knew the second like, he kicked it, it was like this is. Yeah, so. I mean, if he would have almost made it and it slipped out or if it hit the post, doesn't that hurt more? You're probably right. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Runza. Everybody that knows my athletic background, you know, as a quarterback in high school but you know i believe in establishing the run game and even more than that i believe in establishing the runs game. that's an original runs a cheeseburger 
some onion rings double dipped in a homemade batter, a little bit of a pop to top it off. You know, in football, you establish a run. But at lunch, you establish the runza. It's just that simple. So get out to runza today and establish the runza game or check out the delicious salads. You've got the chicken bacon ranch salad, sweet berry chicken salad, and my personal favorite, the Southwest chicken salad. you got to get out to runza, establish a runza game, or get a salad. Either way, you are going to leave satisfied. Runza makes it all better. I mean, I think if you're going to miss... You might as well, because it was... I mean, you couldn't by even... by a mile. You couldn't even... <laughs> you couldn't even dream... I, yeah, I don't... That I, this ball was going to go in. That's just... I'm just I'm just throwing, you know, stuff out the, the window right now. But, like, that's, oh. that's one that... I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if it's good that... I don't it, know. I just... I, I just I had that thought. I was like, is that good, though, that we didn't have to suffer by being oh. that much closer? Because it was not close at all. No, wasn't even close. But so after all of that, Florida State wins. What a crazy final two minutes of that game. Yeah, the basically once Nebraska started marching, I mean that sequence is unbelievable. That that's just an unbelievable back and forth there. Oh man, it's just you know and crazy, right? I mean, it's just, it's just it, it, and mo- it's funny. A lot of these Husker classics have been. A, a lot of the drama actually comes when we lose, and we've lost in glorious fashion now. Uh, so, like, uh, on the biggest stage, you know, three or four times, and it's just like you know, eighty-three Miami, ninety-three uh, Florida State. Now, oh um, nine Texas. I mean, these are these are gut wrenching. These are unbelievable, but it's it's part of the history. <sighs> Should we be ready for the final awards? Take us to it. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, by the way, final words brought to you by Aloe. You're looking for some top-notch internet, some top-notch TV. I actually love Aloe's TV. It's fantastic. Uh, I mean, you can go to any channel. You can go like back. You don't even have to DVR it. You can go watch old episodes. My daughter's really into, she's in a Peppa Pig, Bubble Guppies resurgence. I can go back. Cue it all up. You don't even necessarily have to get your DVR game right. Then the internet's fantastic. I can have everybody streaming anything in the world, and this thing is humming. So go check out Aloe Internet and TV uh, if you're in the area. Okay, Unsung Hero. Final awards here. Lawrence Phillips does not get enough love for this game. No. This is, I mean, he comes in and is pretty damn good. 13 carries. He finishes with 64 yards and a touchdown. And they needed him. So this is my other, besides the close field goal analogy or yeah. thought. You could do the game over again. Do you give Lawrence Phillips the ball from the get-go? I don't. Yeah, that's what's, what's, so, what's that game if Lawrence Phillips has the ball a lot from the start? Well, see, what's hard. To, what's hard about that is that, like, I mean, he was a third stringer. He was the third. Yeah, it's it's kind of bizarre. Like, and Calvin Jones was a third team All American. And Damon's so a good. Damon's Damon a really good ran player. Well, like I'm watching Damon. I'm like Damon looks good. Like there's no question those guys earned that the the right to play. I think it's just the like when you see we struggled in the first half. Really, just like between Tommy and Calvin, like we couldn't get the run game going. It's like what would it have been like? If we just gave Lawrence the ball. I know because I don't was, know. He was the best runner in that. If we're just looking at that game, he ran the best of anybody in that. He game. just looked like he had. Some juice, right? He had the juice. He and was I just awesome. think, man, like, 
and but maybe that's just Nebraska's second half. Like that's just their mo. Yeah, right. Like Wearing that's when down. it that's when it happens. But I don't know. I just thought, man, I was like, dang, he just like he looked like he was fresh and ready to just. But kill you're people. right. I mean, he uh, this kind of spawns the beginning of LP. You know, and I mean, again, say it out loud. The fr- I mean, this is the third string running back coming in and like balled out. Like think about any game you'd watch the national championship game the starter gets knocked out the second string guy gets knocked out you don't have a lot of confidence that third string guy is going to come in there and be awesome and it would he, he was you know the thing with lp he almost had that uh the barry sand he wasn't as good as barry sanders obviously but barry sanders played at oklahoma state and for two years he was behind thurman thomas right and i remember the old barry switzer remark was guys whatever you do don't hurt thurman because yeah. they didn't want to bury. They right. knew this freshman and this sophomore, this this kick because he was a kick returner. Right. They're like, God, that guy's that guy might be better than. And Thurman Thomas is a Hall of Famer. Think about that. So Thurman Thomas is a Hall of Famer, but they're like, we'd rather play Thurman than Barry. Right. And that was almost like to me, it's like you got Calvin and Damon who are really good running backs, but LP is still the most talented by a mile. Like that's the difference. It's like LP is LP, the top five draft pick talent. Right. And that's what I think you saw is like, you just can't, you can't like, no matter what, like when the, when you have a top five talent, it's just different. It's things are different when you're a top five talent. Now I just don't know. Lawrence, there's a reason he wasn't playing too. Right. But all I know is he came in there, and was really good when they needed him. To he be. looked like he gave us a next level life. When totally he agree. Ooh. So I it, usually we are like have some like other like I don't even know. So he's got to be the unsung hero to yeah. me. I thought so. Yeah. All right. Pop culture award. There was a little movie in 1993 starring Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones, a great flick called The Fugitive, that has an, an amazing moment where Tommy Lee Jones is chasing Harrison Ford. They're on like a, is it like a... Where, where, they're, they're in they're, a like a... A gorge the, type, like... It's like the sewer system of a dam. Yes, like, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones have a great exchange. Dr. Richard Kimball's on the loose. Yes. So you can you remember. So the fugitive... I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Award has to go to. I don't even know how you'd phrase this, but all we'll say is spitting it on with the phantom block in the back penalty on Dixon's punt return that gets erased. (laughs) Whoever they called that on explaining it to the ref. I didn't block in the back. And the ref says, I don't care. (laughs) I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. You get the flag in the back. Oh, I love it. So it it has to be. I don't even know. Usually we'd give that award to. I can't. I don't know what Husker player to give it to. It's the Nebraska special teams. We're going to give it to the special teams. There we go. Because you've always given your awards to. So the Nebraska special teams gets the. I didn't block yeah, the in the fugitive, back. The fugitive, I didn't block I in the don't back. Care. I don't care. Award. Shouts out to Tommy Lee Jones and, and Harrison Ford and the fugitive. Uh, 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Going before this, we were like, what are we going to do? So 1993 has so many good movies that oh. me and Nick were going through this. Just it, it, There was infinite possibilities. And I don't know why, as soon as you said The Fugitive, we, we both went, we knew it was going to go the block in the back. I didn't, we block, knew I didn't block in the back. I, I don't, don't care. care. Perfect, right? It is perfect. Uh, gotta love it. Okay, MVP. Two Charlie, guys stand out. Charlie Ward. Well, it's, it's three, then. Because he would have been, I was going to say Trev. The director of, of athletics. The director of athletics. The director of sacks. Trev, Tommy, or Charlie Ward. Here are Trev's numbers. Three sacks, three tackles for loss. Bob Pettit. <laughs> Bob Pettit, 1950. No, three sacks, three tackles for loss, six tackles. Okay. Tommy, 14 carries, 77 yards rushing. Throwing the ball, he's 13 of 24, 206 yards, one touchdown, two picks. He was 9 of 13 passing in the second half. Charlie Ward, his numbers aren't necessarily like... Uh, I mean, yeah. Ward Ward was What's rushing is- 8 carries, 39 yards, uh, passing. He was 24 of 43 for 286 yards. What's funny is, even saying that out loud, Charlie Ward's the MVP. I don't know that I'd love it. I don't either. What's funny is, like, he... he I don't know who you give it to. This game was weird in that way. Uh, Here's what's hard is, no, uh, you know, Tommy's second half is better than Charlie's whole game, probably. But Tommy's first half was bad enough that if you don't win, you don't... It's hard for me to give the, the MVP to Tommy for... He was sort of like a half of a good game. Right. And Charlie was ju- he was good enough for Charlie. It wasn't his best performance, but like he got the job done. Trev had a really good game, but we lost, you know, so for me it's like it, I want to give the award to a Nebraska guy, but it's like it's hard when you lose too. I, I totally I agree. Know, I don't I don't I don't know who to you know who's not getting it is the refs. Yeah. How about we give it how to about the not MVP the refs. The refs. There we go. That's how we'll, that's how we'll set it. We'll we don't like our, the not MVP. Because there's not the a great candidate for the MVP, in my opinion. I think the story of this game was... Is the officiating and the, and the calls, missed calls and the... Bad yeah. calls. Right. And bad special teams. I mean, God. Legacy of this game. There's a lot of different routes you can go. Um that we were robbed. I think it's the I think I think robbery. the legacy of the game is... is I wrote down ref screw job. Yeah, and... and where you have you have two big you have, you have a four, the fourteen point swing, you have the phantom block in the back on the on the kick on the punt return, and then you have William Floyd fumbling at the goal line that's pretty close that I mean, they don't call and say break the plans touchdown. Here's the thing, it's a it's a you know it's a one point you're a two point game right, and we have fourteen points that unarguably you can take one or the other. And one of those should should have been our seven. One of those, right? Seven points either yeah, for us or uh, yeah. against them. I don't think any sane person, even a Florida State fan, would be like, I'd give you that one. They'd give you one right. or the other probably. We probably should have had both. And that's what's so unfortunate is like it just like – that's not how you want to win or lose a game. And I felt like it was very obviously that was the biggest factor. The other legacy to me, and this is actually what I think is the big one, 
without this game and the way it ended, I don't think 94 and 95 happen. No. The, you talk to anybody around that around the program during that period that came back in 94. Remember that year, that mantra was unfinished business. Yeah. And you hear all the stories about they would put a minute 16 on the clock. And as a reminder, they do drills for a minute 16. Like that was like the unfinished, unfinished business and a minute 16 because that that's how much time was left when they kicked the field goal and Florida State comes back onto the field. So I think, I think this game actually planted the seeds and lit the fire for arguably the most dominant two-year run, or you could really say four-year run, in college football history. That's such a great way to finish this in the sense of there's no question the next year, the way we fin- – because I, I would argue that last minute or two, like we – we did not f- concentrate. Like I think the concentration, there was a little lapse there. Like I think you have to acknowledge that when you see it, right? Between not making the plays, the mistakes kicking it out of bounds. Like totally, those are that's just not finishing. And the the fact that, like you said, we took that, they took it and they ran with it for the next year. And you saw the way we finished the the Miami game. And then the next and year, then it, it goes on to nine times the greatest dominate. team in college football yeah. history. But those things, maybe that's the difference between us winning at Miami or not, right? That's what I think. I, I really, I know it's yeah. easy to say that now, but I, but you, but I also think you defer to the people that were in the program, and I think you talk to anybody around the program during that time. If it weren't for that minute sixteen of a lapse, I don't think they learn how to finish. And yeah. so, to me. That's that's a that's a pretty good legacy. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's unfortunate. I will say this: the other thing, the bonus bonus legacy <laughs> is this. It's for sure top three heartbreaker loss in Nebraska football history. I think you could make a case it's number one. It's it's to me it's between eighty three going for two, missing it. Or this one. 83 for me is number one because they're on the brink of immortality. Like if yeah. people can understand, we've done this, like if Nebraska wins that game, 83 Nebraska's in the short list of greatest teams of all time. And we, and, and for us, in the, in the decision was made, it was, it was this once in a, in a millennium situation where we had the national title. Had it. And we we chose honor and we risked it all for the, for doing it the right way. It's, it's right. sort of like, it's a, it's a means more about like I guess life I, and it's something bigger in that, you know, and then we, then we agree. Then we lose, you know, so but, it was, it was that one both. hurt in a way that it was just different. Well, yeah. Know? But could you argue though? I think you, I think you could walk away from that. Now, while you were in a way you could walk from walk away from that 83 game with your head held high of all the things you just laid out. Like, listen, we got to that point and we went for it, right? Like you read all the columns, you can go back on Husker Max and all that stuff. A lot of people are are praising Nebraska and Tom Osborne yeah. for for that. I don't know how you walk away from this game feeling anything but horrible. I would say the one the only reason you you wouldn't is we were heavy favorites in 83. Right. We were heavy we underdogs. Right. So, 
you maybe get some pride that like, oh, Nebraska is legit, right? right. We were legit. We, we basically won the game and got robbed. It doesn't make you feel better. No, but it's... But it's, I think, to me, it was like we were heavy favorites in 83, and we... We oh man you know you know you know the oh, story yeah. we've done it check us out check out the old pods but it's but it's one of that's the other thing bonus legacy it's one it's one of the for sure top two or three heartbreaking games you'll ever watch absolutely that I'm glad we did that game I really am like I wasn't sure I'm like man this is a loss what are we what are we gonna get out of it like there's a lot you can take from this it's game it's fate though you know why because there's a certain guy that just rejoined the program that's right, that's right. and it was. This was truly the next up on our list was this game. And, and he a gets short, hired. A short Trev week Alberts. ago, Trev Alberts is now our athletic director. So you got to, so. I mean, this is uh, in some ways honoring Trev and what he did because he was awesome in this game. Helps help plant the plant the seeds moving forward. Okay. Uh, wow. Nick, all I got to say is I didn't block him in the back. I don't care. <gasps> All right, my thanks to Pella. If you're thinking about a new window or a new door, now is the time. Check them out online on the web at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And uh, my thanks to my good friends at Runza. Best fries on the planet. Great burgers. Cheese Runza. Delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better. A Huda Media Production.